Hi, my name is Spencer, and you are tuned in to another episode of The Tempo Report. This week, I got the chance to chat with Vancouver-based contemporary folk musician Blake Unruly. I am uh, Blake Unruly. I'm a contemporary folk musician based out of Vancouver, BC. Me and my band, we just uh, play good music. And we're from all over Canada. We've gone on a few tours. Doesn't it's not really a thing now, but uh, and then I also do education, so I teach music, and uh, I'm also working towards getting a music therapy degree. So lots of music, lots of music in my life. Ama- amazing. Was music something that you always wanted to do? The community I grew up in in Southern Manitoba was just everybody played music. Um, it wasn't strange if someone could play a few chords on the guitar or harmonize. Um, so there wasn't as much of a line between non-musicians and musicians. I remember going out when I first moved to Montreal, I lived there for a while. I would just be like, oh, just sing this harmony. And people would be like, I, 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 I can't. Why are you expecting that? And so it was a bit of a, like, it took me a second to sort of understand that, that I'd grown up in a very musical place. So I didn't really think about it, to be honest. I didn't really think about being a musician or anything for a long time. And then I, based, because of how I was raised in the community I grew up in, it just became this right. thing that I got really passionate about in my mid-teens. But the first time I sang in a choir and that, like, it, was, it all started when I was a little kid. Yeah, it wasn't just that I decided. It was like everything sort of built to it. And then I went, oh, yeah, this is what I want to do. What, what are some of your musical influences? They change often. Uh, just in, I just found out about this guy named Toth from uh, Tiny Desk Concerts, NPR. And he's really, really cool, kind of this like trippy um, fusion folk act. Um, growing up, though, I was into like a lot of the a lot of the greats, like the greats, you know, Nirvana and uh, Weezer and Led Zeppelin, and and then later on, I got into the Beatles. I think when I was younger, I was like, they're so happy all the time, and I'm an angry <laughs> teenager. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. How about you, man? What are you? What kind of music do you like? I'm I'm like you, man. I I just. I wasn't into like you know the Beatles and acoustic music until uh, like late teens, early twenties. I I was into all cutting edge stuff in the pop punk scene. Yeah, but I really like uh, artists like Andy Schaaf. Uh, he's a Canadian Canadian guy from Regina, and um, I just like songs that tell stories. I think when it really comes down to it, that's a really it's a really powerful way of connecting with people and then um just like trippy sounds like people keep <laughs> somebody came up to me after our last show which we didn't know was gonna be our last show and they were like do you listen to radiohead and i was like well like no more than the average bear you know and then they were like because you sound exactly like radiohead and i was like i don't think so man but like maybe sometimes when i want to feel good i just listen to cold play you know how does your hometown influence your sound when i grew up there i i hated country music all like the really popular kids that were playing hockey and kings of the school and the uh getting late at lunch hour and stuff like that they were the, 
<laughs> they were the uh you know they just loved country music and i was more into like i don't know rock and pop and stuff like that and then but now there's just like a certain grittiness that comes you know i as strange as it sounds because modern country music is so poppy but there's a certain grit that comes from country and Absolutely. uh i yeah. yeah like that the good the good stuff you know oh the good stuff and so <laughs> now i'm into that I'm into, uh, I really enjoy just adding that in. Like I sort of, you know, in a way we're kind of like an alt country band. I really like bands like Wilco. And um, I guess because it's a little bit, a little bit of that rural soul gets mixed into the music. And then, yeah, yeah that's probably how, but I, I'm, I'm a city dweller, you know, I don't, I'm not crazy about living in a small town. Um, how, how did you make the transition from being a solo artist to putting a band together. I know you have a um, project called Blake Unruly in the whole damn neighborhood. Mm. And I just wondered how that came together. I think a lot of it has to do with luck and continuing to keep going on, even when even when it's sort of like, oh, it's, what's the next step? But um, really, I just I just was lucky enough to meet a drummer who I really connected with. His name is Julian Stark. He's a native of North Vancouver. So good at drums. And then at the same time, I met uh, Mike Lenz, who is the bass player in the project. And so it was essentially like my project. And we took my songs and just started building them up more. I'd been in lots of bands before, and some of them were really collaborative-based. So there would be like five people, everyone would bring their own ideas. Then I've also been in bands where I was the leader and like creator, but but like we we didn't really talk about it. So sometimes I was expected to like come up with all the material and then be the front man and be the singer and like do all the work. And then I started this project and went like, look, it's my music. I'm open to other people's inputs in that, but it's sort of like I want to steer the ship. You guys uh, are very important members of the ship. It was a little bit more clear about the artistic direction that we wanted to go in this one. But it was really just luck. And then meeting people, knowing people that they're just like great people to be around. I think that's a huge thing about being in the right band. Being uh, patient with yourself. Yeah, I feel fortunate that I had collected a lot of life experiences like musicians often want to like just get going get going get going but musicians need to remember to live i met most of these people through uh my time at capilano university or capilano suspension bridge when we all played music together there and then we uh played so much music together we knew each other really well and then we decided to to get going what's your um creative process like and how do you like how do you come up with song lyrics I generally have to be alone, and then I'm alone, and I just kind of, uh, it's going to sound kind of hippy-dippy, but I just listen for when something comes bubbling up. Sometimes I catch a fragment of it here, and then I come back, and I and I see the solution, I see the rest of it, so it sort of fills itself in, but sometimes it comes all at once, and if I don't have a pen on the paper in five seconds, it'll just be lost. It just yeah, I know, that, I know that feeling, I know yeah. that feeling. yeah. So, yeah, you're a writer as well? Well, yeah, I guess I am still a writer, but now I'm, you know, now I'm focusing more on podcasting. Nice. Uh, just trying to, like, 
keep keep creative and keep busy especially mm-hmm. like during this like covid 19 weird times we're having <laughs> um, it's definitely pretty weird what are you what, like what are you doing to like stay sane and lots of uh gardening which i think a lot of people are starting to do going for walks and stuff just getting out of the house a little bit been i i feel sort of artistically i feel a little closed up right now uh i often try to write about like pretty big picture things even if they don't seem it it's sort of like maybe a you know a lot of people write about love and i'll write about love but it'll be like a a treatise on it like a like a a larger conceptual thing rather than just this like one thing between me and someone else but yeah right now it just seems like for the first time ever humans are really at this this impasse, this break. It's hard to like think about how to funnel that down into something, how to filter that. Because that's kind of what songwriting is. I think you you have your feelers out and then you're sort of like getting information from lots of things. So also I've just mostly been at home. So I feel like something's bubbling up. I can generally feel it. It's like, oh yeah, there's a record there. There's like a song in there. It's going <laughs> to come up. I don't, I don't try to force it. I just try to like write as much as possible lately i haven't been able to write many lyrics but melodies are just flying everywhere so my writing my just to go back to that question my writing is typically i just sit down with a guitar and then just like sing for me it's so much about the guitar and the voice that is like the melody and accompaniment uh everything else is just adding on if you have a good song i believe it should be you should be able to play it in its simplest form and people like it Sometimes there's a song that is uh, very, very complicated. The production is really incredible. And then uh, it's not a great song when it comes down to just a person with a guitar. So that's what I want to do is create like the seeds of really great songs. So that if you're yeah. just me strumming a guitar and singing, it's like great. And then it keeps the more you add to it, the better it gets, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you want to, like, you want to add, like, certain elements to a song to, like, make it grow and make it, make it better. Yeah, yeah. And it's also to, like, command the space, in a sense, like, um, like, with a band, you know, it's one thing to be one person up in front of a bunch of people, but with a band, you have this, like, sonic power. So we have six people in our band, and the amount of space it takes up is, like, it's, uh, it's hard not to pay attention because there's these six people that are like up on stage and it kind of flows through me. And I don't say that arrogantly, but it's like, they're all playing this tune and I'm sort of like the, the end of the funnel, but yeah. what they, the ingredients they're adding, like they're an incredible, I miss them so much. Cause I live with two of them, my partner and, uh, and my roommate are in the band. I miss that mix. Cause it just, it, it, it enriches it. It's like having like a basic bread and then having a bread, you know, those bread with like all that beaut, like those awesome like seeds and shit in it. That's yeah. right. <laughs> it's like, like, uh. Back when like back when live music uh, was a thing, how often did you tour and do you have like any weird stories that you'd be willing to share with me? Yeah, sure. Um, <clears throat> I've got a few, man, like performing live is so funny yeah so one time 
in like uh, we were playing in a bar, and then this guy comes in. It's probably like midnight or something, and this guy comes in and he and he just pulls out a set of bagpipes. And I'm watching him. I'm playing, na, 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 singing. People are into it. This guy walks right into the middle of the crowd, and he just whips out these bagpipes. And I was like, wait, what's he doing? <laughs> As I'm singing, and then he just starts. He just starts howling on the bagpipes, like just super loud. And totally out of key to what we're doing, everything. And we just, like, kind of, like, lose steam and stop. And we're like, what? What? Are you, are you serious? We're, like, looking at each other, just kind of back and forth, looking at the guy, looking at everyone in the bar. Everyone's looking at him. And it's just super loud, fills up the entire bar. There's such loud instruments. And he pretty much, like, stole the thunder of the show and kept playing for so oh, long man, he played for like cool. five minutes <laughs> that wasn't cool but he played for like five minutes and at the end he just like packs him up walks away everyone cheers for him and then our band is like okay well and then we just like start playing a song again um yeah that wasn't cool but yeah there's lots of like stuff at festivals and stuff one time i was performing and it just goes to show like the community of musicians how good they can be I was performing and I have, uh, as a solo act, I play a kick drum with my foot. And so the pedal fell apart as I was performing. And then this one guy just runs up on stage. He's a drummer in another band and he just fixes the pedal for me, runs back down. And I was like, wow, thanks, man. Mid song. But I don't know. Generally speaking, like it's pretty funny in some venues, you, you know, you get like drunk hecklers and stuff like that or. And you just kind of have to shut them down sometimes. It's just interesting how people uh, think that they can contend with a man with a microphone. Because when you have a microphone, you have like a, just like having a, a responsibility. And so yeah. sometimes, sometimes you end yeah. up getting in these like little tiffs with audience members if they were just like drunk or something like that. So, and then now I don't really, I sort of uh, smooth up the situation as quickly as I can uh, and then just move on or I just completely ignore them. Yeah, I don't know. I've done a lot of like bar gigs. Another one was really fun when a bunch of people came up on stage with us and just started throwing 20s at us and dancing like they just came up on stage. Normally you don't want that. But when they start throwing 20s at you, that's pretty sweet. So you kind of just say the rule. It's all good. It's all good. You know, you can be up here if you're giving me money. So we made like, we made like you know, one hundred and twenty dollars in the space of like five minutes it was like how did that even happen i don't know i think it's interesting as a musician because you're just putting yourself out there a lot so then you get all these weird interactions with people and you get better at at interacting with people too because you sort of have to like believe in the best and then be ready for the worst yeah yeah what was like the most random or unique place that you that you've ever ever played Oh, that's a cool question. Um, I went to Rwanda and played a show in a hotel there when I, I was in music college. And then we, we kind of wanted to go check out this uh, music school that we were like sister colleges with. And so we yeah. went, played in this hotel. And then it was interesting because it was a smaller city. And then people started recognizing me in the street because I was like the one white guy there. I felt famous for like a day. And then... One of the most beautiful places I ever played was in Calgary. I did a So Far Sounds gig. You can look it up. So Far Sounds, Blake Unruly. 
on top of uh, a yoga studio and then in the background the sun was setting and there was like a, a train going by in the background and you could see downtown Calgary and it's just really nice yeah although the train was pretty loud I tried to play my songs to the to the rhythm of the train but it didn't really work what's the story behind your like music moniker so my last name is Unruh which in low German means like uh, restless, unruly, just kind of like a troublemaker. And it means unruhig in, uh, in high German, which liter- that's like the German everyone, most people speak in Germany. And that means restless, unruhig. And so um, I just didn't really want to go by uh, my name. Yeah. Because um, people constantly mispronounce unruh. Yeah. They'll always be like unruh. And I'm like, oh, I've been hearing it my whole life. So, yeah, like where I grew up, there are Unraws. And so I would be like, my name's Blake Unruh. And they'd be like, Unraw. And I'd be like, I just mm-hmm. said, you know? <laughs> like if you're like, hey, I'm Spencer. And they're like, Star. And you're like, no, I just said my name. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just sort of wanted that slight divide between personal and it's not that much of one. But, and then I was listening to an interview with Dan Mangan. Uh, are you familiar with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah, he. Uh, I've like even talked to him. I he's a really nice guy. I just like I met him at a show, and then I I emailed him a little bit, but I got like nothing to say to him. I just I was just like, you're so cool. You know, he doesn't have much to say. I'm just some random dude, but I would like send him music and stuff. But he was kind enough to to like get back to me a few times. But he was saying in an interview, you know, he sort of wished that he hadn't gone with his name, like his legal name. You know, he's like, I wish I kind of wish I'd had a slightly different name. And I was like, yeah, that that makes sense. You have a you have a guitar around right now? I do, actually. Yeah, I was actually wondering if you'd want to if you'd want to hear something. All right. Um well, I thought it'd be I thought it'd be great if you could play your new single and then, you know, sort of tell me the story behind that. I'll tell you a little bit first. I'll just grab the guitar. This is a bit of a shout out to to my man Owen. This is his guitar. He had to go all he had to go back to um Ireland all of a sudden at the beginning of um at the beginning of this whole COVID thing. So that was too bad. And then he just pretty much like said, okay, you are the you are the caretakers of my guitar now. So th- this song is called uh, Young Lovers. This one's kind of the, it's one of the singles on the record. It's kind of about this like short, short term, probably shouldn't have happened relationship. Um, yeah, it means like to me, it's kind of a positive outlook on, on, on uh, something that maybe shouldn't shouldn't have been and uh you know it's kind of uniting to a call for like understanding of people in a sense that we we're all looking for connection and maybe sometimes it's not the best but it can it it's there's nothing any worse you're not making a mistake just trying to be human and trying to connect with people and so um, sometimes you just got to take things for what they were and when they were in your life and move on. We were young lovers one 
ain't worth a dime. We had only just begun. Then we passed like two ships in the night. Sounds really, sounds really good. Thank you. The song almost sounds like. Have you ever, have you ever heard of uh, Paolo Nutini? Man, I love that guy. Yeah, yeah, you you totally sound a little like him. He's cool, man. Yeah, yeah, he's a great songwriter. But yeah, oh, another thing about that song was I was trying to see because people say you can't rhyme month with anything. So then I tried, uh, I sort of half-rhymed month and once. So it goes like, we had it figured out for a few months. Yeah, we were young lovers once. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Where can people, where can they find you online? It's going to be up on Spotify, Google Play, just all the streaming services, the record. And then uh, YouTube. If you type in Blake Unruly, if you type Blake Unruly into Google, I'm the only one that comes up. 
Uh, we'll have a few more videos up on YouTube. We have uh, a video for our single on YouTube called Late Last Night. It's a really cool video. We just made it at home. Uh, we took a bunch. We have, we have like a stack of photos this big, and so the video is told through through photos, through photographs, and we just put the photographs down in time with the song. Uh, so we're pretty proud of that one. Check it out. Um, it's good. It's a good summer album, and it's a bit nostalgic. So perhaps this is a good record for going into the COVID summer because I don't think things are going to be back to normal this summer. So, yeah, the COVID, the COVID summer. It's a good. Yeah, that's a good title. It is going to be a COVID summer. It's going to be really strange. I hope everyone's staying safe and stuff out there. Yeah. Thanks for taking the time to uh, chat with me. You're very I, welcome, Spencer. I, I really, I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. And uh, thank you for doing what you're doing. I think it's really cool that you got this awesome podcast going on. And uh, you know, be mighty, stay safe. Welcome back to the show. I hope you enjoyed my interview with Blake Unruly. If you enjoyed Blake's song Young Lovers, which was played earlier in this episode, then check out Blake on Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, and Bandcamp, and wherever you find your music. If you want to follow more of my work, go to djspencer.ca. You stay classy, Vancouver.